Welcome to the Build a Purposeful, Profitable Business Doing What You Absolutely Love podcast, hosted weekly by Ange Dove, your business fairy godmother, professional copywriter, published author, and business owner of 20 years. In every episode, Ange will deliver useful bite-sized insights to help you find your voice, position your value, demystify the marketing tech, and run your business on your terms. Welcome to episode nine of the podcast. Okay, this episode, I want to talk about something that had come up recently. And it's something that maybe, possibly you never really think about usually, but it's something that could be a problem in your marketing if you're not aware of this. And especially for those of you who are marketing to an international audience where English isn't necessarily the first language, And you want to be thinking about the type of language you're using in your marketing. And sometimes what I've seen is some um, marketers, they fall into the trap of using really clever language, usually trying to package their products together. And they come up with this clever language and sometimes trying to, to make the product sound really attractive. They're using vocabulary that might be quite unusual and it's not in normal everyday speak. Um, now that that's great for maybe a native English speaking audience that will understand those words just as a matter of course. But you might have a problem when your audience is international and English isn't their first language and they may never have heard of that word. And if that's the case, that's actually going to interrupt your marketing message and it's going to stop that message going through because they're going to be so focused on that word they don't know that they're not going to focus on your actual message. Um, I'll give you two examples that came up for me recently. So um, for those of you you listening, if you know me, you probably know that um, although I'm from the UK, I live in Singapore and uh, Singapore's business language is English and uh, most people in Singapore have a very high level of English and I would say actually their vocabulary level because of the education system here um, is very high in most cases but because they're not exposed to the level of English that native English speakers would uh, be exposed to um, they will have some words missing in the vocabulary and this came to light recently Um, on two different occasions. Uh, One of them was that I had um, a student ask me, she was um, thinking of using the word epic as part of her brand message and her product. So she's talking about leading an epic life and epic um, was the word that made up her her four parts of her system. So E-P-I-C. Each letter stood for a different part of her system. So together it became epic. And the whole idea was that her coaching program um, can help people to balance all aspects of their life and therefore be able to live this wonderful, epic life. Um, Then it came to light when she tested it out on the market in Singapore that some people didn't actually understand the meaning of the word epic. Um, So that's a major uh, setback in a way for her, her whole campaign and her whole product creation because if she's marketing 
uh, within Singapore and that's the audience that she wants to focus on um, and it goes extends beyond that if she wanted to, to go into the Asia region for example where um, you're going to be dealing with um, other listeners or other um, customers that are um, English isn't used very often at all um, they're definitely not going to understand that as a word so that's the kind of thing um, that you need to be thinking of when you're creating your products, when you're putting your message out there. Is it simply enough? Is it, is it a common word that people understand? Okay, so um, it can be surprising. You would think epic would be a word that people would understand, but um, you've got to do your market research. If you're going into these types of markets, you've really got to look at um, if it's something they can understand or if it's not something easily understandable, it's something that you can very quickly and maybe visually explain so it doesn't become a block in their understanding. Um, another occasion we had recently was um, another one with a lady. She was um, putting a, a product together and she had three elements to it. So three different um, three elements that she wanted to all start with the letter P. So I can't remember what the other parts were. So she had three P, P, P. And one of the P's was powwow. And powwow, sorry, my uh, notifications are going off here. <laughs> Should shut those down. Um, so going back to this, her, her word, one of her words was powwow because it was the only word she could think of beginning with P that would communicate the idea of communication and people communicating together so one of her elements that she's teaching is the art of communication so she came up with the word powwow um, and again I think to um, a normal uh, a, a native speaker of English they're going to understand the word powwow and um, it, it may again it's not such a, a usual word so it may actually kind of get anyone off guard when they see it but they'd understand it and they'd be able to see how it fits into the whole scheme um, but again if it's a native speaker um, sorry a non-native speaker um, it's probably a word that they won't have heard of and, and we when we tested this out the majority of the people um, that were exposed to this uh, communication had no idea what the word meant and had never heard of it at all and it was an immediate stumbling block for them. Immediate stumbling block where they're all going, you know, what, how do you spell that? What is it? What, what does it mean? And um, so they began focusing on that instead of focusing on the main message um, that the lady was trying to communicate. So just keep that in mind when you are um, putting your products together, when you're putting your offer together that you're using everyday language, everyday words that your target audience will understand. And if you're putting it out to an international audience and you know that some of your um, audience are non-native speakers, um, but they are in key markets, um, like Singapore is quite a big market in terms of being able to communicate because they are English speaking. And when you're going out to other foreign countries abroad where the um, the market will understand a good level of English you just need to be able to relook at your communication and just make sure you're using really really everyday words um, and then maybe test it out 
test it out before you really commit to it just to make sure because you don't want to build your whole offer around a word like for example epic and then after you've protected your ip after you've built all your brand assets and you've built your courses or everything else that you want to do around that product you don't later then want to find out that oh nobody really understands what this is all about um so just keep that in mind that's just something i just wanted to bring to the table today um just to help you out on just something that you may not necessarily um think about or you you may take for granted that because you understand certain words everyone will um and just be reminded that if you are going after an international audience it's something that you need to bear in mind and do some market research before you really commit all right that's it for today and i look forward to seeing you or uh, you listening to me in the next podcast and if you like what you hear um do subscribe uh, and do like so that and do share with other people if you think this is something that will be useful for them to hear